Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for August 30th, 2011, and now the news. Well, the floodgates at the Frankfurt Auto Show are starting to open up. Peugeot just released pictures of its latest concept called the HX1. It's a rakish-looking MPV with room for six passengers. Thanks to a clever design and a low, flat body, it slices through the wind with an impressively low CD of just 0.28. The HX1 features a plug-in hybrid drivetrain. Its 2.4-liter diesel engine and electric motor provide a combined 299 horsepower with more than 88 miles per gallon. That's about 2.7 liters per 100 kilometers. And Fiat's not missing out on the Frankfurt fun either. The Italian automaker will reveal a new Panda at the show. No, Lunlun did not have Cubs. I'm talking about the latest version of its long-standing city car. The Nuova Panda offers a raft of engine choices, including gasoline, diesel, and natural gas. But most interestingly, a pair of twin-air, two-cylinder engines are available. The naturally aspirated version delivers 69 horsepower, while the turbo kicks out 85. Overall, the car seats five and is just a few centimeters bigger than the outgoing model. Undoubtedly, we're going to see a lot of EVs at the Frankfurt Show, but when will electric cars really sell in significant numbers in Germany? Well, that's going to happen in 2022, according to a study by Ernst & Young. It says the EV market will hit a breakthrough once 100,000 electric cars are sold in Germany, because that's when people will really start to notice them. Germany plans to have 1 million EVs by 2020, but it only has fewer than 4,000 of them right now. So here's my AutoLine insight. I think studies like this should be taken with a grain of salt. You know, the Obama administration wants 1 million EVs in the United States by 2015. And I haven't met anyone in the auto industry who believes that's going to happen. Electric cars may catch on someday, but until then, beware of all the hype. Brazil's auto industry has been red hot for years, but now it's running into headwinds. Wards reports that the slowing economy has caused inventory for local automakers to rise. Exports have slowed down at the same time the market's being flooded with cheap imports, especially from Korea and China. They're up to 35% cheaper than Brazilian-made models and have captured nearly a quarter of all the cars sold in Brazil. Sales continue to rise in the country, however, and are up over 9% compared to a year ago. Anyone looking to buy a new car might want to go to Naperville, Illinois. The city, along with 11 car dealerships, built a closed track to allow buyers to test drive cars in a controlled environment. Cars.com took a tour through the facility, which opened in 2006. It's similar in size to a large mall parking lot and features things like a railroad crossing, a hill with a 10% grade, a cobblestone road, and an emergency braking area. About the only thing you cannot do is get a feel for highway driving because you can only get up to 40 miles an hour on the straightaway. 
Cars.com says it's a great way to test a vehicle safely, but drivers should still take the car out for a traditional test drive. Connecting your phone to your car can be a hassle. Buick thinks it solved that problem with its IntelliLink system, and we'll have more on that right after this. Drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. The next step in connectivity is using your smartphone to control different operations in your car. Even Buick is getting in on the action. With a look at its newest connectivity system, here is Andrew Justice. When you're in a car these days, the information, the music, the phone contacts that are in here have to make their way in there, and IntelliLink is Buick's new way of connecting those dots. People have an expectation that they want to be able to bring their capabilities off their smartphone directly into the vehicle and not have to worry about hooking a whole bunch of things up and doing several steps in order to, to use some of those capabilities, things like Stitcher and Pandora. On the surface, it may seem like IntelliLink is just a wireless version of technology that already exists. What's innovative is its ability to operate systems like Pandora and Stitcher as though they're just another station on the radio. Most of uh, radio listening is done in the car, so it's, it's the, really the holy grail of all listening to radio. If, you, if, you're, uh, if you've uh, experienced uh, uh, any type of driving, you're always listening to the radio and enjoying music in the radio, so uh, Pandora just brings that personalization, that customized radio to the car. Buick's IntelliLink system, which will be standard on all 2012 sedans, is an example of its technology strategy where the brand plans to separate itself from the competition both inside and outside of General Motors. For AutoLine Daily, I'm Andrew Justice. Thanks for that report, Andrew. Hey, don't forget to join us for AutoLine After Hours this Thursday night when our guest will be Clay Dean, who heads up Advanced Design at General Motors. We'll take a deep dive into the stunning Cadillac CL concept car and what this means for the future of Cadillac design. Join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo for the best insider information of what's going on in the world of automobiles. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.